welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Hi, Erica. Hello, how are you? Uh, greetings from the West Coast. Greetings from the, uh, well, I don't know what you consider Oklahoma, the Midwest, the South. It's, are we racist? Are we boring? Like, it, it, it really kind of depends on, on how you view us. Well, you know, why not both? A little bit of both. (laughs) I I really realized I was in the country last night when my dad's like, do you want to go view the cows? And I was like, no, I don't. And then he called me and he was like, hey, our family friend's going to come over and help me. One of the cows died. Like These were like five minute apart conversations. (laughs) Would you like to go view the cows? One of the cows is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Like, hey, do you want to come look at the cows? And I was like, ah, I got to finish work. And then he was like, hey, cowboy's going to come over the cows when the cows died. And I was like, good thing I wasn't a part of this. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, does your, your family actively owns cows? Yes. Yeah. We own cows. Yeah. You know, what's a beautiful thing about this podcast? You and I are. So similar and yet could not be more different, <laughs> you know, and that's what's really cool about like life, I think, you yeah. know, is that um, no matter where you come from, you will have things in common with people. But the way that my family has never owned any farm animal ever and nor would they ever even think to do it. Wow. That's, that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? My, my coworkers, like every time we have a meeting and, or, you know, I, I tell some story or something personal, they're like, I learned something new about you every time we meet. Like I, I talked about showing pigs and sheep when I was a kid and they were like, wait, you what? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, pigs and chickens and sheep. And they were like, okay, put, putting that in the vault. Like that's a new fact about Erica. And I was like, yep. It's been my favorite part about doing this podcast is uh, learning more about you than I already knew. I, I learned something about myself this week. Wow. Oh, is this why you're trash or are we, or what, oh, what did you? Oh no, no. I, okay. so I was sent a like an internet, you know, video, a meme. And an internet video. I'm, I'm, Okay, I'm not good at the technology terms. You could have just said I would send a video and I would have known that it was on the internet. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Someone mailed me a 15-second VHS tape. (laughs) If you ain't paying attention, you'll miss it. (laughs) So I was, you know, a a meme video. Mm -hmm. And what they had done is they put a Trick Daddy song. And if you don't, if you don't know, Tell my Erica mom who Trick is, Daddy is. Trick Daddy is a popular rapper. <laughs> not, you know, your Jay-Z, not your Eminem, not your Kanye level popular, but like more a man of the people. Okay. A man sure. of the people, a, a joyful street level gentleman. Mm-hmm. And, and they had dubbed this delightful Trick Daddy song over a clogging video <laughs> and then it, it triggered a memory within me i took 
two to three clogging lessons when I was a child. (laughs) And then the teacher was kind of like, you know, do you enjoy doing this? And I was like, uh, basically he was like, I don't know if clogging is not for everyone. (laughs) And I was like, I have no court. I can't just pick up. I just, I can't dance. I can't dance. So we kind of had like a, you know, you can come for fun, but I don't know if this is going to be your thing. Cause they were like hardcore. We train the best clogging kind of people. And he was like, you know, do you like this? <laughs> anyway, so I, I could have been a clogger. I could have been a world-class clogger. Had I had you said yes. It. Had you said, had yes, I said I like yes, this. I just, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I saw, I was like, oh, this is my, if I'd stuck with this, like this man, this slick man, which I will, I will post on our trashy, trashy Instagram because I've watched this 15 second click, like clip of this video. Like it is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. That's how long I've watched this clip over and over and over again. Oh my God. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's so good. He's the slickest person I've ever seen. And every time you watch it, there's something new in his performance or some nuance you pick up on. And I was like, this would have been my husband. This is who I would, clogging Erica would have married. We would have seven clogging children. Like this would have been my touring life. It was just, I just learned something about myself and and saw another life that I could have had. You sent me this video and you said Oklahoma Erica would have, you know, risked it all for this guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy when you see like that person, like you see that person and you go one, one misstep. And that's who I would have done every done it all for. And this guy's just like, he's got like shoulder length, curly hair. His clogging uniform is like a pair of Levi's and like a tucked in like light blue shirt. Polo shirt. Polo shirt. <laughs> like uh, when I was in my early twenties, I would date, I dated a guy who like would opt to wear polos because he thought that that was like same looked better. And so yeah. like. There's something very triggering about this man when I saw him. Oh, yeah. Like, like, it was like, because that guy that I was dating was like an improv guy, too. So I was like, I'm sorry, a performative chubby guy in a polo shirt. And so I saw him and I was like, fuck you. (laughs) All my, all my, like my friends that knew me in college, I like back home, they were like, no, 100%. Like, uh, this is, yeah, this is 100. You are accurate that's so fucking funny Winston um, my, my partner today was like do I take up clogging lessons and I was like you better get to stepping tell yeah. you what I would love to see Winston clogging like you know mm. come come my wedding come your wedding if he we might just have a little clock. uh we might just work it out with the the DJ uh <laughs> like have a clogging song come on <laughs> You'd be the only ones who would know how to dance to it. So I hope that you have a three minute dance routine. Oh, we would have a, a, a very special performance and a lighting coordination to go with it. Wow. Cool. <laughs> it was just, I've watched this video so many times. It's disgusting. And then I watched the original set to like, you know, banjo music. And I'm like, mm, 
Mm, just didn't hit the same. No, 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 no. I do have something that I need to confess before we get into our trash thing, because it's going to be something that you don't, I don't think you're going to like it, but I feel like if I don't put it out there, like a kind of call to action, like I need help kind of thing, then it may never change about me. I'm in full glam right now. And so, you know, I did, I did the right thing this morning and I washed my face. I got to be honest with you. I fucking hate washing my face. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm sorry, but it's not an enjoyable experience for me. I feel like I have to mop my floors every time. Like after I wash my face, like how on earth do people do it and keep it contained? My, my sink, like the, the you know, the, the marbling around this is just soaked after I wash my face and I don't know how. That's why I don't like to do it. And like, so what I, I subject my already sensitive skin instead to like these awful, like makeup wipes from Costco, like, or something just, just to, you know, make myself feel better. But like, I washed my face this morning and I did like an exfoliant after, and I did my toner and I did the full skincare routine. I was radiant. I couldn't believe how beautiful I looked, just fresh face. And I'm not even, this isn't a humble brag. I'm not being humble at all. I'm saying I truly looked a painting, so dewy and beautiful. And like this, I was like, and this is what makeup artists talk about when they work on my face and they go, you have such beautiful skin. What do you use? And then I tell them the products I have that I use 25% of the time. I'm a fucking liar. <laughs> like I, but I don't like to do it. It is messy. Yeah. Yeah. You know so what? you don't have, I, I was hoping you'd have advice. You're just saying like, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. I don't have a solution. I do the same. I'm like, okay, just a, the water's barely running. I'll put a little bit in my hand and I'll put it just right to my cheek. There's no way it can go. And then all of a sudden my shirt is wet and it's all over the sink. And I'm like, where did you come? Where did you go? Like, why do we need, like, I need like a tidal wave worth of water in order to get the soap off my fucking face. And then it's like, my whole bathroom is destroyed. So, I, all right, well, I, fine. Yeah. I was really hoping that uh, you were going to like have a solution for me, but the fact that you don't makes me feel like I need to just get over it. But you got to wash your face. I know. You got to wash your face. That beautiful face. I, what do people in movies, you know, move people in movies, they, they run the sink and they're like, oh, I'm stressed. I'm just going to splash my face with water. I'm like, do people really do that in real life? I've only ever done that when I'm like exhausted, tired, but I have to stay awake. Mm-hmm. That's the only time that I'll ever do it. Or if I've like, if I'm a little too drunk and my skin feels really dry, I'll do it also. Just to like hoping that like some water droplets on the face might hydrate me again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm never like. I mean, granted, like the situations in the movies that this is happening is like, I just killed a man, (laughs) you know, so I I, I can't speak to it. Maybe I would do that if I just done that. Why are you trash this week? Look, you remember the dentist? Oh, yeah. So I, I didn't handle my visit to the dentist well little backstory if you don't know what i'm talking about there was a dentist i went to him they creeped me out and i was like i'm never going back there again and then cut to another episode later i decided you know what i am going to go back to them it's really hard to find a dentist who takes my insurance and whatever i'm going to try to be positive so 
now we're here. And I went to the dentist. I was their last appointment of the day. I, Erica, I was acting fucking ridiculous. I set myself up for failure. I'm not like, I was like, I need to wear my Apple watch in case I need to call 911 easily. I (laughs) dropped a pin for the dentist office, like an exact precisely where I was. And I sent that to my partner as if he doesn't know where the dentist's office is. But I was like, I can't, I can't take a risk here. And so I like dropped a pin on my location. Like what the fuck did I think was going to happen? And then I got there and I'm last appointment of the day and they were like running behind. So I sat in the waiting room, like just my stomach in knots for 30 minutes. And then, and I'm like the whole time I'm like, I'm freaking the fuck out. I don't know why the fuck I I don't, I can't, I have no major issues or fears with the dentist, but I was freaking the fuck out. And then finally I was like, I kept texting Taylor. I was like, I'm going to, I, I'm going to fucking leave. Like I'm going to fake an emergency. I'm going to leave. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. And you know, and I have a couple of friends who I was texting to and they're like, just calm down. Like it's the dentist, relax. And then finally they call me back and they take me to the chair and then I'm sitting in the chair for 10 more minutes and no one is really talking. And they gave me, and so finally I was just like, I, I I was just in there and I knew that people could hear me. And I was like, hello, what? Calm, calm, calm down. Okay. No, I haven't been, I haven't gotten started yet, but I'm at the dentist's. Oh no. Are you sure? You faked phone okay. called from I, the dentist? Yes. Erica, yes. And I, I had the bib on and everything. And I was I walked in, I was like, can I can I get this bib off? I, I really need to leave. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm the last appointment of the day, right? Like I, I, and I know we're running behind and I think it was like 45 minutes behind, but like maybe it was on purpose because I really need to go. There's been an emergency. And I left and so I don't know, like, I think I'd rather just pay full price for a dentist than go back to this one. <laughs> I can't explain. Everyone I've seen walk out of there looks completely normal. Like, yeah. but in my head, I'm like, they're going to poison me. I am going to be sex trafficked. I'm not going to walk out of this with a kidney. Uh, my gut was honestly and I'm I really don't think I'm this type of person maybe I'm wrong but like I just I could I can't explain how nervous and off I felt when I was at this specific dental office so I had to get the fuck out of the I'm literally sitting in the chair psyching myself up to do a fake phone call being like this is stupid is one half of my brain the other half of my brain is like if something bad happens you're gonna think why the fuck were you so afraid or trying to be too polite to just do a fake phone call and get out of here 100% you have to trust your gut but what I'd love to think about is that they probably have a camera in that room so a nurse just looked down and saw you doing fake did you put the phone to your to your mouth and ear of course i did oh okay okay okay, okay. when i fake phone call i commit okay so, okay 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 yeah of course. I, I, I take it back and i'm I an thought actress you just- i'm an actress of course i put the phone i had okay. I was texting my phone and then i was like i i did the whole thing in case someone was watching me i was like i looked at my phone kind of quizzically like why are they calling me and then i did the slide with my thumb put it up to my ear 
hello. I did the whole fucking thing. Okay. I fucking nailed it. I I don't know why I thought you wouldn't have, but I just wanted to make sure. Just in there, like packing my bag, be like, hello. <laughs> Never. No. <sighs> I commit to my bullshit. <laughs> Okay, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Anyways, I guess that makes me trash. Or maybe mm-hmm. that makes me a fucking hero. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We could say that every week. Why are you trash or why are you a hero? Okay. Well, I'm trash. I flew okay. home. <laughs> yeah. For I flew I flew to Oklahoma this week for, you know, a family, family matter. And <clears throat> I flew an airline that is one step above like a crop duster. Oh, was it? <laughs> was it the one? It's not Spirit, no. And Which one was it? It's called Allegiant. <laughs> oh, right. They I'll are blur a that out. Yes, of course. Yeah. They they the they're the kind of carrier that's like, you want a seatbelt? That's going to cost you money. <laughs> you want to not smoke on the plane? That's going to cost you money too. And you're, you're, like, you're paying for them not to smoke. You're like, that's a federal regulation. And they're like, yeah, you got to pay a fee. Uh, so I, private business, baby. We're working on Sky Law. They, oh, it was Sky Law. So I, I'm <laughs> sitting uh, in the second row right behind the bulkhead. And they have very strict, like what you can and cannot bring. So I had to pay to bring a carry on. I had to pay to bring a personal item and I hit, so I had a, a carry on my backpack and a purse. So I had three items. I'm playing it fast and loose. And so I get the, the eye from a flight attendant before I board, you know, a, a boarding gate agent. That's like, right. You're not going to try to walk on this plane with three items. Are you? And so I have to shove my purse into my backpack, right. same weight distribution, but totally. somehow it's now okay. Totally. Make it make sense. But okay. So I put my purse in my backpack, which has now made my backpack very big, but it's on my back, two items, two items. So I have to then put my backpack underneath my seat and it doesn't go like my seat is somehow the most shallow seat in the <laughs> plane because it's behind the bulkhead. Uh-huh. And so I needed to turn it sideways. But, you know, and it wouldn't quite fit under mine. So I, no one was sitting, I was sitting on the aisle. So I put it in the middle distribution and that was all good. Nobody was, nobody was coming. I was like, Ooh, okay. Row to myself. And then, uh, an, uh, older woman comes and she sits in the window and I was like, okay, great. Nobody in the middle, my bags and still there. I'm not getting the eye from, from the stewardess, you know, the, the, air attendants great and then this guy comes and he's like oh i'm actually in the window and so we had to rearrange and i was like do you mind she goes and she just looked at me and was like it's okay don't worry about it and i was like okay don't, don't worry about my backpack in, in your foot area that's great and then so i've i've taken up her personal space that's pretty trashy uh-huh and then she proceeds to take off her shoes Ooh, fuck and puts her bare feet Erica. on my backpack. Erica. So we are now <gasps> co-trashies. Like we have committed to being a team of trashiness together. I 
but I can't say anything because I am using her space. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there. Everyone's just staring at my backpack going, I really wish those feet weren't on my backpack. I really wish those bare feet weren't on my backpack, but also my backpacks fully in her space. I I put my space in her area. That's pretty trashy of me. And then she put her bare feet on my backpack. I, the fact that you are taking any blame for this whatsoever, I can't believe it. I understand that it's maybe because you are a nice person. You're saying that you were trashy for taking up her space, but she gave you permission to leave your shit there. She wanted a foot rest. (laughs) I am speechless. I really wish those feet weren't on my backpack. There was, I think, a language barrier between us as well. So, so like, because we had to, we had to really negotiate. Like the the you know, era the the flight crew had to negotiate. Like, you aren't sitting at the window. Your seat is the middle seat. And she really played the like, I can't understand you what game for a very long time. Oh and so I didn't, you know, I was like, can I? And she was like, you know, it was just head nods essentially. So I can't even really, I don't even feel like I can, I can ask, could you not? Cause I don't know if it's going to be, it was just a, I was like, get me off of this plane as soon as possible. It was hilarious. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking gnarly. Yeah. I, but have, I have, I can't believe it. Yeah. I have good news though. What's up? According to the guy sitting at the window, uh huh. COVID is over. <laughs> And, and that's yeah, so over. great yeah so, i was like thank you for telling me first <laughs> i can't believe it he I, came to share the news yeah i was like has the cdc sent you to to herald the news in how did how did that come up he just leaned over and he's like hey by the way <laughs> he's like he like leaned over the middle seat lady. the woman yeah because he wanted to know, like, are, are, do you live in Oklahoma? Like, what, you know, why are you flying? And I was like, I, I, and I didn't have the heart to be like, oh, I don't engage in small talk on airplanes until 10 minutes before we land. Oh, it's a no. firm rule, you know, because <laughs> if someone talks to me, I have to talk back. And so I, I was like, oh, I'm going back for, you know, some family stuff. And, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm from California. I'm going to buy a bunch of real estate. And I was like, oh, oh that's job. exactly what Oklahoma needs is jackasses like you buying up all the land thank you and he's like don't you hate these masks and i was like no i don't mind them thinking that would be the end of the conversation but mm-hmm. then he let me know about covid being over and that these are just a a, a method of control and i was like oh i was like i and it doesn't bother me he was are you a nurse and i <laughs> it was everything in me I, I thought of this like 10 minutes later and i was like fuck i should have said this but i was like no, I'm a goddamn doctor. How <clears throat> like it was just so. How dare you gender? You know, you're like assuming a woman would be like not as high in the medical profession. Or, not that nurses are. You know what I mean? It was just like it just felt icky. It felt <sighs> icky, and I was like, I don't want to talk to you. And he's like, Where you know? Where are you going? And I was like, Oklahoma. You know, he's like, like, what, what, what town? Like, where are you from? I was like, I'm not going to tell a seatmate 
what town I'm from. He didn't get it at all. Wild. Let me ask you the question that's on everyone's mind right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After, you pay, after you paid for your ticket and you paid for all your bags, was it worth the extra $50, the $50 that you saved <laughs> to uh, have bare feet on your backpack and someone tell you that COVID's over? That's that I was- what I want to know now. <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> I'm just glad he told me first, you know, (laughs) I just like these kinds of stories are the reasons why I'm like, you know what, I'll pay the extra $50 to uh, fly out of Burbank or to uh, fly Delta or Southwest. Fuck Southwest. I mean, also the fact that they don't charge for that they charge for every bag means that their ideal passenger is someone like running from something with no possessions. (laughs) There are four flights a month. I don't know how this airline makes any money. Like you can go to their website right now and they're like, I don't know when we'll fly again. Yeah. I don't know. We got to get into the stories, but it was just. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. Bananas. Oh my God. What fucking chaos mountain. (laughs) Sky chaos. (laughs) Holy shit. All right. Speaking of chaos. Yeah. From ladbible.com, our first story. A man is speechless after his dog is given a speeding ticket. Speeding ticket is never a fun time, but what do you do if your pet pooch is the perpetrator? (laughs) So a man in Germany is facing (laughs) a a 50 euro fine. And essentially it is, uh, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know if I have a higher power, but this is God. (gasps) This is God happening in, in motion. Basically, what happened is his dog jumped. It was in the passenger seat, jumped <laughs> in his lap at just the right moment as he was running. Camera snapped, and it looks as if the dog is driving the car. It's pretty crazy. And it honestly, like, if you look at the speeding ticket, like, sure, he said that it was like only like three seconds where it was like this. So it's crazy that that's what got caught. But it really does look like the dog is like propped up on the wheel. It's like a little Pomeranian type dog. It's propped up on the wheel, <laughs> just driving the car and driving too fast. <laughs> just he's like, I gotta get, I gotta get away from these cats. I gotta get oh, away Erica. from, <laughs> I gotta get away from these vacuum walks. cleaners the vacuum cleaners it's just the cutest thing yeah it's just the cutest thing you've ever seen it's dangerous though don't have your dog on your lap uh while you're driving just uh that's uh what i'm gonna say to people but Mm. it is kind of cute and these I got caught by a speedy or like one of those cameras or like a red light camera or something like that. It's happened to me a couple times. Not like I'm running red lights like a fucking maniac, but like, you know, like you go in on yellow because you're because, you know, it's unsafe to stop at the speed you were going and then it turns red and then it it catches you. And actually recently, like a couple weeks ago, I got a text message from my cousin in Colorado and she said that she got a call from the state being like yo you got to come to court because you have a speeding ticket from 2016 that you haven't fucking paid and she's like what are you talking about so they sent her the letter and it is a picture of me behind the wheel of her car because I guess I was driving her car and I was speeding the kicker is that the date of the incident was 
the day of a, of a different cousin's birthday charge them because obviously <laughs> i was running a, fr- a frantic birthday errand for that person otherwise i would never have sped in your car yeah <laughs> they are the oh. culprit. <laughs> oh my god oh my god all right we we have to spend time on our next story we do we do There's so much to say all right so this is coming to us from au.finance.yahoo.com. This is a, the story is from an Australian publication, but it, it takes place in Houston, Texas. So just, you know, I don't know why I have to clarify that. I just really want people to have the proper setup for what we're mm-hmm. going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Brace yourselves. <laughs> a friend's house with its own central park cafe is now on sale in Houston, Texas. Or the price of $330,000, you can have a two-bedroom, two-bath townhouse. I looked up the Zillow ad and everything for a Friends-themed house. Oh, excuse me. Two-bedroom, three-bath. Mm. Oh, well, that matters. <laughs> it does. Here's the thing. You cannot make loving friends be your personality in 2022 it can be a a brush that you paint with like it can be like oh sometimes i use chartreuse there it is it's a highlight but it cannot be the canvas it cannot be blue It, it, it it has to be a little like oh this is fun and that's it. You get the little kind of curvy frame and put it over your peephole. And that's your nod to friends, right? That's what you're trying to say? Yes. If And that's, that's a lot. I think that it's... Did you watch Friends? S- towards the end, I, I like would catch some of it. So I, I get broad strokes. Like I know what happened. Rachel leaves her wedding, meets up with her old gang, Ross wife's a lesbian kid uh loves rachel the sis the their siblings tom Selleck is somehow in it once oh my god uh one guy goes to tulsa huge deal for oklahoma you know broad strokes yeah what you're saying right now is making me sick phoebe has a kid for her brother yeah i'm i'm familiar <laughs> This is must be what people feel like when I try to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> because like I <laughs> I'm not gonna call myself a friends fanatic. <laughs> I definitely have watched it a lot and it definitely like is my uh TV show of choice when I'm feeling depressed. And so it one guy goes to Tulsa. Chandler goes to Tulsa. There. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's playing fucking Richard. Jesus. One of the great loves of Monica's life before she marries Chandler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was crazy. What I just felt right now was like it wasn't rage, but it was like it did so good. And it, it's honestly making me if you listen to me on the Nooner podcast and you really like Star Wars, I want to sincerely take this moment to apologize to you for the way that I talk about Star Wars so inflammatory and so flippantly. I see now my mistake. <laughs> I needed it done to me 
because it's funny to me that you and I have both been excited to talk about this story and your position is that you're taking, you can't make friends be your, your life in 2022. And my position that I'm taking is if you're going to do this, this is a bad, this is a badly done house. (laughs) I don't think that it's done friends enough to be called a friend's house. (laughs) Oh no. No, I think this is good. Like, we should not just be two peas in a pod. No, I guess yeah. not. No, People come for discourse. They do. We're controversial figures here. Look, th- <laughs> this fucking house is a townhouse, and it's got murals all over the fucking walls. So there's a mural of the fountain in the beginning, and it says friends on top. Like, it's not it's not subtle. And then they've got a mural of, like, the window from Central Perk. You can see Phoebe's cab outside, and, like, the kitchen is the same color scheme as Monica's kitchen, but it's not quite right. Like it's not, it's not good enough. And then like the couch, uh, it's just not like the positioning of the couch in front of the central park mural is wrong. And like, yeah, they've got Ross going up the stairs yelling pivot, which is like, I guess kind of cheeky, whatever. And like, but like they put a foosball table in just some random ass room. Like, is this supposed to be the Joey and Chandler room? Cause it doesn't look like it. And okay. One of the rooms vaguely maybe kind of looks like Rachel's bedroom, but like, it's just like, don't half ass a friend's house. You know, if you're going to do it. Commit. Like, yeah, make the whole fucking house that way. Because honestly, here's the deal. You're on a Tinder date. It's going great. And they want to come back to your house. And you have to go, look, there was this condo. It was a really great deal. I haven't painted it yet. (laughs) But the previous owners were very into friends. But don't worry, because my upper level as so shoddily half-assed, you won't even be able to tell. The damage is done the moment you walk in the door. I would think I was going to be sex trapped. I would think I was in your dentist's office if I was brought into this condo. This condo has the energy of the dentist's office absolutely in a different way, but yes. I mean, it's, it's this is a fucking silly place. And then, you know what? I think why I got so insulted by it too is that it previously was an Airbnb. Like whoever owned it and owns mm-hmm. it now who's selling it was... Uh, which by the way, it's under contract. (laughs) So it's going good, but they were using it as an Airbnb. And like, that's, I think what was pissing me off is like, don't advertise that you have an Airbnb that's friends themed. And you just like only went 75% of the way. (laughs) Am I mad about the wrong thing? I love that you have pick a stance, take an opinion, commit. I love it. I just think it's like, bulldoze this goddamn condo down (laughs) there is bad juju in that condo i mean yeah i guess like (laughs) but if they were like you should have like you know the porsche in the garage and you should like the bedroom i don't know like do more like i don't know whatever maybe i'm being insane well you know what is insane from the pointsguide.com the city of venice in italy is giving tourists water pistols to ward off seagulls Venice, Italy is hilarious. This is a place that, you know, I'm sure you've seen it where it's like, they've got like the boats and stuff. And it's like a city of rivers or whatever. I don't know what they call themselves, but they, doesn't the water go down half the year and it just like smells like shit there? Am I crazy? I've heard that. I think 
I don't know exactly, but I I feel like I've heard that. You know, doesn't New York smell like piss all the time? And oh sure, you know, every city has its thing you know it says from the the guardian says venice is well known for its smell it's stinking canals in the summer can be almost as overwhelming as its beauty well you know it's got its thing so basically what's happening you know it's it's overwrought with tourism and things like that there's even a five euro fee essentially to get in because of the tourism they're trying to you know uh, they've uh, actually uh banned cruise ships from docking in the city center and so some of the the upmarket hotels are placing water guns on tables so guests can scare off the birds diners are urged to aim guns at any winged intruder when fine when they find their food threatened <laughs> it says that they already are serving people their food under napkins what's up with the bird problem like <laughs> I, I mean, he, you know, the birds just go bird. You know, you can't. <laughs> birds are hungry. <laughs> There's a French fry. I'm a bird, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just like the fact that this is like a real thing that needs to happen. It just proves to me that like Venice probably is a place that shouldn't exist at all. It's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. They've introduced other or they've discussed other methods, you know, the water pistol, but they've also discussed strategies that include electrostatic pulses and acoustic systems and possibly even falcons. We could introduce Just bringing a fal- in bigger birds. <laughs> you guys, we hear need- me out. <laughs> we need a problem with birds, right? But what if we brought in bigger birds? <laughs> Not we afraid a, of humans. We Did need you, a bigger bird. <laughs> that's so fucking. That is it like would, it would be a falcon sharing system between the hotels. So not every hotel would get its own falcon. It's like oh good. They would share one falconeer. You're, <laughs> just imagine yourself. You're two grand deep in an Italy trip, and you're doing one a weekend in Venice. It smells like shit because you're there for the summer, and then you're trying to enjoy a patio side meal, and you're watching a bird get murdered by a falcon. <laughs> <laughs> what I honestly would make my trip, but I'm trash, you know. That's true. I would be excited to tell the story. Oh God! Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, 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 shit. Just imagining falcons murdering other birds. In front of like school children or. Ah, que bella. I'm sorry. Is that offensive to speak Italian in that moment? I don't speak Italian. Okay. Let's take a trip down under. Oh, yeah. Let's go to aunews.yahoo.com. Hey, this is actually another Australian publication telling us a story about because this is from Nebraska. We love an Australian news source talking about the Midwest. They report on the news that we need to hear, you know, <laughs> if we American- don't need- we don't want to hear our own politics shit. We want to hear what stupid ass stuff we're doing. So if America's too scared to report on it, Australia will pick up the mantle. I love it. I love it. Thank <laughs> you for being so brave. 
A preschooler's note for teacher prompts mortifying text to the mum. So a woman sent her daughter off to preschool and she didn't think twice about the fact that that daughter made a little card for her teacher. How nice. But she learned that she should always check her child's work when she received a very awkward text from her daughter's school director. So she thought that her kid was sick, but then uh, when she called, uh, turns out that her daughter gave a card to the teacher and this card i guess the card was already like made you know like the the little girl who's in preschool didn't write this but the card was said a best friend you could have sex with and then on the inside it goes how great is that (laughs) i'm imagining that this is like a card that you would give like someone on their on your anniversary (laughs) i i don't know when else this would be an appropriate card yeah, this isn't just like, oh, birthday, thank you, wedding, like, you know, your stationary files. I have a friends with benefits and I'm going to give them a card to just show how okay I am with this. So, so uh, she, she had allowed her daughter to sit at her, you know, her, her rainbow stationary station and she accidentally picked up the naughty card instead. This little girl can't read. Yeah. So it's all good, but this mom was fucking mortified, which all the way inside the car, the little girl like drew a picture and like, <laughs> shit for her teacher. <laughs> and I'm sure the mom was like, we're going to pin this one on the fridge. <laughs> oh yeah. No, this is going to be like a speech at this kid's wedding and they're going to be like, okay, I get it. I picked up a sex card. Fuck. Like, shut up. <laughs> To avoid any future artistic mishaps, the mom has said she will set up a creative space for her daughter to draw away from her desk and have a dedicated box of stationary supplies for her daughter's artwork. That's, that would be best, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't love a pun when it comes to the police, this next story has a pretty good one in the headline. From metro.co.uk. Police aren't spread too thin to look for a man who walked out of the shop with a trolley filled with mayo because get it you spread mayo i mean that's journalism at its finest give that person a pulitzer can you imagine if we won one of those someday i mean i i'll get on the horn i don't know if it's like they come to you you come to them yeah i'll do some research that would be something that anyone who knows us would not expect no no i would love to like wow my co- my co-workers with like oh a pulitzer yeah no. i've won a pulitzer yeah. i'm a pulitzer award winning journalist uh, i have a podcast where we talk about shitting our pants and um feed on backpacks and florida people of course and florida people yeah, yeah it's anyway. pretty highbrow stuff but we're journalists first and foremost mm-hmm. yep nope mm. and no one will take that away from us okay so two men stole a bunch of jars of mayonnaise in gloucestershire where's that you know gloucestershire in yeah. the uk oh, okay damn fuck mm-hmm. in the uk ever mm-hmm. heard of it that was you <laughs> i've been there i don't know it's, it's <laughs> new soon spread of their dastardly deed and the store contacted the police so one man left with a basket full of mayonnaise thought to be hellman's and then an, and then another bundle jars into the trolley i just a bath uh oh know, right because uh, a basket is handheld yeah and then a trolley 
is a cart. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, okay. I went to a Walmart in uh-huh. Oklahoma the other day. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, do you have any LaCroix? I said, employee. Cause it was like in the soda aisle and I was looking for it. And he was uh-huh. like, any what? And so I pronounced it by its other Christian name. And I was like, any LaCroix? And he again, looked at me like my head was on backwards. And I was like, sparkling water and he was like oh I, th- I think we have some and back there and i was like okay thank you and there was like two pallet like two you know two of them <laughs> so i was like great i'm gonna buy this store out of sparkling water was it Lacroix or was it a different brand oh no it was like bubbly or something it was like That's the off so brand yeah. bubbly is not an off-brand it's just different they use like regular fruit right or no am i thinking something else i think i don't know. oh bubbly is right. an off-brand shit you're totally right Ooh, the lemon lime bubbly is awful but i was like okay i'm, I'm gonna try something different i'm a, a crocs i my head i was like imagine like he's like uh this way please and like just takes you to like the tampon section or something uh, oh those yeah, we, uh we got Lacroix? those oh that must be a feminine product <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay uh my the town that you know my my family lives in uh there was one can of sparkling water at the gas station and they wow when i went to check out and ring it up they were like um they're like they went you know they scanned it and they were like it doesn't have a do you know how much these cost and and they had to do like a inventory search and i was like oh. you can you can literally charge me anything. Just let me have sparkling water. I hadn't drank water in like a day and a half. I, even though we have well water, like good water. I was like, I don't, I don't really drink tap water. Please just get, charge me anything. Let me get out of here. Like, please let me get this uh, four ounce Pellegrino bottle. I'll pay you $30. You, you can say anything. Harry, yay. Okay. Hey, Cass. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready, girl. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to let you take the lead on this because I know that this is uh, something that's near and dear to your heart. All right. So from CBSNews.com, a uh, Los Angeles woman won a $10 million lottery after pressing the the wrong lottery button. Huh? So so she had a life-changing event. Allegedly, when uh, a stra- what? I'll get to it. Okay. So a stranger led her to winning the ten million dollar prize in the California lottery on Wednesday. The woman was buying her usual lottery tickets at Vaughn Supermarket in Tarzana, California, in November, when a stranger bumped into her and caused her to accidentally select a thirty dollars scratchers ticket instead of her usual purchase. The California State Lottery said in a press release announcing the win. He just bumped into me didn't say anything and walked out the door sounds like a fucking time traveler i was about to say don't it let's just say yep <laughs> when i read that i literally was like <gasps> time traveler <laughs> so while she was you know annoyed that <laughs> she didn't get to buy multiple scratchers um but that is statistically you have a better chance with the higher dollar scratchers to win prizes it's, it's a whole thing there's math to it but like the bigger dollar scratch offs are that you buy the better chance you have 
at winning money. It's very predatory and bad, but like, I know people that have won a million dollars a couple times, but they buy $50 scratch-offs. But I would love to know the math of how many $50 scratch-offs they've bought. You're getting off topic. Getting off topic. But anyway, so after playing the game of the car, she realized she won its top prize of $10 million. And so she, she, you know, she got on the freeway, she kept looking at the ticket and she was like, I almost crashed my car. Like I was, I was just like, I was in shock and I was like, I can't believe it. I'm rich. And and so she said, uh, she plans to buy a house and start a nonprofit with the winnings. Maybe she'll go to the HGTV weird fucking show, my lottery dream home where some weird, like covered in tattoos, real estate agent sells you your lottery dream home. Have you seen it? Uh, I've, I've, heard, I've dabbled. I've heard, but I have not, I have not partaken. Yeah. It's like the weirdest. I, I don't, I, it's so niche. And yet like it's on 11 seasons. I don't like, I do not like this lottery dream home. And I, maybe I'm, maybe he doesn't have tattoos and I'm just like, giving him tattoos in my head, but I just, he looks like he has, oh yeah. Okay. It's right here on Google. It's the second mm-hmm. thing. My lottery dream home, home host tattoos. And then it goes sick network, net worth, spouse, and salary in case anyone cares. So you're like, oh, I, why is this trashy? You know? So according to the New York daily news, 70% of lottery winners end up broke within seven years. Even worse, several winners have died horribly or witnessed those close to them suffer. Lottery winners are more likely to declare bankruptcy within three to five years than the average American. And what's more, studies have shown that winning the lottery does not necessarily make you happier or healthier. And on a $10 million prize in the state of California, you are paying a 40% tax rate immediately on if you take the lump sum. Right. So you are seeing, if you take lump sum, six million, not which is 10. pretty good still. More money than I have, you know. Not that, yeah, just <laughs> yeah. And now scratchers, lottery, gambling. You got you got my attention. I, I love it. I love it all. But like, lotteries are so predatory. It's it. it they just they really do prey on like a vulnerable class of people and uh it's it's wild what what happens to statistically most lottery winners charles conrad a senior financial planner for Cesarka financial told the article that once family and friends learn of the windfall they have expectation expectations of what they should be entitled to and it can be somewhat difficult to say no lottery purchases tend to rise when the economy is bad and are especially concentrated among people with low education, the jobless, and those collecting government benefits. So they have a couple like horror stories that you posted. There was a man who won a $16.2 million jackpot in 1988, which like that's a lot of money in 1988. And so his ex-girlfriend sued him for a share of the winnings and won that lawsuit. And then his brother hired a hitman in order to inherit part of the cash. And then other relatives spent months demanding money within the month of winning. So, oh, sorry. Within a month of winning, he uh, filed for bankruptcy and was a million dollars in debt, which is with fucking crazy. A month. Yeah. And then there's this other woman 
Denise Rossi in 1997 won $1.3 million and immediately filed for divorce from her husband, which I love that move. Love Um, that move. And then two years later, that husband learned that she won the lottery because he didn't even know, took her to court and then sued her for not disclosing the winnings in the divorce. And then the judge, you know, he, he won it, which like, it's fucked up but divorce do be like that you know like you have to Mm -hmm. tell everything you know property yeah (laughs) and these are some of the i would say lighter hearted lottery horror stories like uh, truly the lotteries have gone lotteries have gone back they might have even funded like the building uh i mean they've gone back thousands of years and have funded public projects you know but again they they do prey on a certain sect of of people more widely you know every class of people everyone plays you know the lottery but it is definitely concentrated on people in in like you know lower education lower income and hoping to get out of that situation and it you know so here is what to do if you win the lottery don't tell a goddamn soul not not one anyone anyone I know you love your spouse. I know you love your brother. Don't tell a goddamn soul. That's crazy though. You can't even tell your spouse. I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally until you get things in order. Wow. Immediately retain an attorney from like a national law firm, not like your family attorney, not a family friend that is a lawyer and get a partner, not like a junior associate, get like a, a, a big partner you need that a, has beef, a, a beefy lawyer a beefy lawyer that knows how to do stuff knows how to do law yeah make a digital copy of the ticket and don't claim it immediately you do not have to come forward the lottery tickets are considered uh, uh chad i don't remember the term but basically you it, it like you bought the ticket it doesn't matter whoever holds the ticket and turns it in is the owner of the ticket at that moment so it does sure, not matter yeah. You have to have the physical copy to say, I brought it in and I'm the winner. So if it flies out of that convertible after she bought it and then somebody picks it up on the highway, they're now the owner of that lottery ticket. So yeah. it, it, you have to be the own the, the physical hander of the ticket at the time. Um, There's been oh. so much drama between like offices, you know, like when a whole office decides to put in for a lottery ticket and then they win it and then like, Suddenly the person mm-hmm. who's turning in the ticket like is like, well, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I bought mm-hmm. this by myself. <laughs> when when I've been in offices, I'm like, okay, here's a copy. Here's a spreadsheet of everyone that put in money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm very like, here's the records. Yeah. Get it notarized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you can, claim it anonymously. Some states let you do that. Some states don't. But if you you know can, like wear a mask when you claim it, some you have to be like, at a press conference to claim like the the big you know the mega jackpots and things so like. fucked up when they do that when they put it's people so on the news fucked up yeah if you can decide to take the lump sum because uh over time like, taking the lump sum because of compound interest you will make more money over time if you put it in the right you know plans essentially because of you know compounding interest decide right now how much money you're going to give to family and friends in you know uh, investment type portfolios but don't give cash to anyone ever set up uh, you know pay off all your debts when you you know receive the money uh, set up emergency funds and your retirement and things like that 
Uh, and then don't work necessarily with someone that takes a, like a financial planner that takes a percentage of like what you have work with, like work with a, a you know, a planner or an accountant that is like, I pay you, you know, $60,000 a year to manage my money or this or that. Don't take someone that is like a percentage based off your income. I mean, it's crazy. Cause it's like with that much money that falls into someone's lap, you know, the chances of people being predatory are so fucking high because you just have to assume, well, you've never had $10 million before. So you don't know what to do with $10 million. So I'm going to take advantage of you and get some Mm -hmm. of that money for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I think maybe that's why my lottery dream home uh, on HGTV kind of irks me because I'm like, man, like you're just talk about like the perfect niche uh, market to get into as a real estate agent of just like, I'm going to find people who just want the lottery and they're not going to know what the fuck they're doing. They're not going to, they'll pay anything because they mm-hmm. think they have all the money in the world now mm-hmm. and you don't. And people are going to try to take it from you. I looked it up. If you're playing the California lottery, they do not let you hide your identity. Damn. Well, yeah, some, I see people, you know, in some States that they'll come in, you know, a mask, you know, looking like a, you know, wearing a tiger mask, (laughs) claiming their lottery funds, but truly, I mean, Hey, if I won the California lottery, I would do my press conference and I would move out of California the next, like that evening. I changed my number. I changed, I had my address. Like, Oh yeah. You don't have my email address. Like, I don't know any of you. I'm joining witness protection program. I will get back in touch with those of you who I like. I slowly. won't even do that. Fuck all you. <laughs> done. I'm done. I'm we done. Never saw Cassandra again. You don't need to know how I make my money. <laughs> anyway. So just, you know, if you do win, you know, a big, a big jackpot, uh, you know, things to consider it, but it's just so predatory. It's if you want crazy. a big jackpot, I'd like to direct you to our Stitcher page. <laughs> you can be a subscriber on Anchor for as little as 99 cents a month and support this podcast. Yeah, it helps us out a lot, actually. Oh we, thank our, we thank the subscribers that we have. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to thank everyone who donated to Braille Across America. Thank you yeah. to the people who donated to that. That was very nice. What are you hoarding, my babe? And by the way, we'll bring headlines back next week. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's my fault. I didn't write any. Okay. So I know I talk about drag race a lot, but mm-hmm. drag race, España, the, the franchise from Spain is incredible. I think you've already hoarded this. Have I? I don't know. I'm I think you hoarded you, again. I think I've sent you articles about it and like videos. Maybe. I, why do I feel like you've talked about it on the podcast? Whatever. Do your thing, girl. Okay. I'm going to talk about it again. They, okay. they did a talent show for their second episode. That is the best talent show across drag race history. All franchises. It is one person comes out and they are a car. They are a car. And they transform from being a car into just being a, a person that dances. And then they jump from a six-foot platform into a split. I, and they didn't even win. It is one of the wildest things I've ever seen. And again, they didn't even win. 
Do you feel like it's, they got robbed? No, no, their their runway wasn't up to snuff. So they're they're judged on their their the the talent and then their runway. So I see, I see. Their runway wasn't as good. So you know, but it was one of the best talent performances I've ever seen on the franchise. It you can watch it on Wow Plus presents three ninety nine a month. It's completely worth it, and the judging panel is great. Uh, you know, it's all it's in Spanish, but. Um, they read each other in Spanish and it's like a, just a whole different level of like insults. I, I just truly, I love that. Truly That's love fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, really recommend that franchise. And then it caused some drama within because a, a U.S. contestant had jumped off a platform into a split and was like, oh, everybody's doing me now. And they had done that in 2018. And like, yeah, who you know, was that? I remember that. So Aja. Right. Aja was like this. And then the Spanish contestant was like, girl, here's me doing this on national TV in 2016. And, and, you know, jumping from a platform into a split on national TV two years before you were even on drag race doing it. Sure. And it was mwah, the girlies were fighting on it on the internet. And it was great. That was super fun. What are you hoarding? Not to like make anyone feel bad about themselves, but it is possible that at times I am better than all of you because last night I could have drank alcohol. I had access to alcohol, but for some reason I was just like, you know what? I want to feel fresh. I want to feel beautiful tomorrow. I don't want to feel bloated. So instead I'm going to drink herbal iced tea in a wine glass all night. And I did. And I was like, why don't I do this every fucking day? I mean, no, I didn't get drunk on the herbal iced tea, obviously, mm-hmm. but like it was fun. And I was able to drink the iced tea and still feel like I was drinking something and it was herbal. So it's not like it was a bunch of caffeine. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm hoarding that moment because, you know, I don't drink soda. I don't, you can't just fucking drink fruit juice like that but you don't want to drink water either. And like sparkling water in a wine glass, like sure. It, it, it does the trick sometimes, but herbal iced tea, I was drinking specifically rooibos iced tea in a wine glass. And it, mm. it kept me sober last night. And I feel really proud about that. Oh, go off. Love yeah. It. I'm hoarding that. I'm not sober right the second. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I, I, I just decided not to drink yesterday. That's all. What are you throwing out? I am throwing out. So I was really into this Instagram account for quite some time called Girl Gang 7733. Are you familiar? Okay. I I don't know, maybe. Okay. So what they kind of rose and came to fame for was they would call out influencers for not, for, for being toxic in a way, for like not disclaiming like, hey, this is, you know, clearly an ad or a dis, you know, like not disclaiming, like this is an endorsement and, you know, this is that, you know, being, being a bad influencer and not saying like, oh, I was paid to do this. You know, this is an ad and, and, you know, being, holding them accountable to an ex, you know, for, to an extent. And it was like kind of fun. And they would do really deep dives on these like niche influencers I'd never heard of, but then I was, you know, I'm, familiar with you know some on the periphery, but I was like oh that's really interesting and like 
it, it is a toxic culture of, you know, some influencing and stuff like that. So what's it called? Girl gang? What? Okay. Oh, we'll get there. So girl gangs with a G with a Z seven, seven, three, three. And so, okay. I see. So she, that's, that was her. And then, uh, you know, her personal life, she didn't really share much, but she was pregnant, um, from like, a like a hookup dad wasn't in the picture. That's kind of all we knew. So time to find out. She is a big Trumpster. Oh no. And may have completely faked the pregnancy. She's been gone from the internet <laughs> since like her due date of like December. Mm-hmm. Faked the pregnancy. The the dad, the alleged dad, has done like AMAs with like all their correspondence and emails, you know, everything that's gone down. There seem to be like fake ultrasounds. What? It is a wild ride, but it, it seems like she faked her pregnancy and has gone off the internet. She sold her account to someone else and they have rebranded and are, are kind of doing like, you know, you know, the gossip and celebrity news and Bravo stuff like that. But all they, that the new page is basically just, you know, recycling news that somebody else already broke and acting like, and not crediting the new site, which is you know, poor form. Sure. If you get something from Bravo and cocktails, you say, oh, according to Bravo and cocktails that, you know, source this new information, this happened. And so I'm throwing out girl gang 7733 because I was so into it. And then I, I just didn't notice that I hadn't seen her in like three or four months. And I just thought, oh, she's a new mom. Like she must be focused on that. And then I went on a two hour reddit deep dive whoa scrolling through instagram and somebody said what do you think about the rumors of girl gangs it's like somebody's doing like an ask me anything you know response and they were like i don't know about the rumors but they were nice on my podcast and i was like rumors to the internet and now there's there's blogs there's reddit posts and it's uh it seems like she is a lying trumper and it is, it's, a, it's just a deep dive. She got too righteous and started like truly attacking influencers and doing like personal attacks. And it, it just, it went from being like, oh, this is a good thing of holding people accountable to like being too toxic in general. And so I did kind of, you know, pull back on, you know, their content. And so, and then it, they would, you know, go after an influencer and then talk with that influencer and then tell all the fans like no they're one of the good ones i've talked to them so there feels like there might have been some like attention seeking yeah tendencies it's just kind of a i don't know like don't fall too deep into anyone on the internet is the moral of the story you know i'm looking at another instagram now called girl gang 773 which is like a critique of the original girl gang it's weird. I mean, I, this is like such a part of culture that I'm like not in at all. And I'm too into it to the point where it's like, (laughs) I should be probably, you know, learning about what's going on with the Senate or Ukraine or any of those things. (laughs) And I, so yeah, we do a trashy, trashy podcast. What you're doing is research and it's relevant. (laughs) So, yeah where can the people find you cassandra do you want to know what i'm throwing out yes 
<laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. What are you throwing out? It's simple. I'm just throwing out like when you turn on a documentary and like the documentarians think that they're just like so clever when they like show the people like sitting down in their seats, getting ready to do documentary. Like, are we starting? Or do I, do I look weird? Like, where should I look? I'm so sick of documentaries starting with those moments. Yeah. It's like, oh God, shut the fuck up. Even like a lighthearted one. It's like, you don't need to humanize these people. They're in the documentary. Like, move on. Let's go. Start the content. It's just that that moment before thing. I think it's so dorky. And it's been, it it gets done so often. Like, are you really reviewing that footage with your editor and being like, that's really good. Like, let's keep it in. In fact, let's do a montage of everyone doing that. I think, Mm -hmm. I think that'll be really interesting and, and, and fresh. No, fuck. Anyways, that's it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's It's like annoying. Yeah. I have this written down on my notes because I just wanted to share this, but like I saw people at a brewery recently in El Segundo and they were like really for real life in Space Force. Wait, what? Like they have. (gasps) No, they're, they're, they're in it. They're, they're the they're... real Space Force people. It was kind of cool. The The concept of Space Force is very silly, you know, but like they had like, like their army uniforms, like said, like U.S. Space Force on it. And like one guy even had like a Space Force lanyard. And I was like, why the fuck do I feel like pride and excitement looking at these soldiers right now? <laughs> yeah, you're a patriot. Yeah, I like, maybe I like fuck with the Space Force. That's cool. Anyways, so yeah. that was just in my notes. I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was able to tell you about it because I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Well, where can the people find you? You can find me at Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram is private. So if you request to follow me, make sure you let me know that you're a listener. Otherwise, I won't accept you because I am just like really going through a weird phase in my life and whatever. But I appreciate the people who have reached out and... I'm sorry if you used to follow me and I deleted you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. We all know the spiel. And then you can find me every Tuesday on the Nooner podcast. And you can find me here on the Trashy Trashy podcast every Monday. I hope you subscribe. Amazing. Where do they find you? You can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter at Gilly Gal. My latest tweet was, I took one vitamin and now I'm the co-editor of Goop. I actually really liked that tweet. And I exfoliated with a Goop exfoliant this morning. And I thought about that tweet. Oh, good mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. 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 You can find this podcast at Joshy Joshy Bot on Instagram and on Twitter. And now on TikTok. We're working on that. Yeah, we are. So follow us on TikTok. We'll get content on the TikTok soon. But you can you know, follow and be be on the ground floor of a budding TikTok. Uh, and you can always email us stories at trashy trashy podcast at gmail.com or on our website directly at trashy trashy podcast.com. And we thank you so much, so much for listening and telling a friend and leave us a five-star review. It really does help other people find the podcast on Spotify or the iTunes chart. And thank you again. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.